It's another episode of the Dave Stockbridge's Real Estate Experience Podcast. Well, the sun is shining, the birds are singing. I'm Dave Stockbridge, and if my voice is a little bit croaky, it's because it's just clicked on 6 a.m. I'm at Fluid Solar House, the epicenter of Real's northern suburbs activity, and it's wonderful to be bringing you some news with respect to the current market conditions that prevail in the northern suburbs market. So I've spoken a lot over recent times about how the market has been cooling, and I guess it's now official. Uh, The anecdotal evidence is insurmountable. When you can talk to agents out in the field, those people that are at the coalface day in and day out, they are telling us that there has been a discernible shift in market sentiment over recent weeks and that has continued to crystallise as we've gotten closer to spring. Now what's really remarkable about that is of course typically spring is the selling season. We'd all be expecting there to be a great deal more stock on the market in September or October than what there would be in July and August and yet the needle has barely shifted on stock levels. What's interesting as well is that buyer activity has not swelled either. Uh, So in often cases, we'll find that stock levels rise in springtime and at the same time, we've got this whole new wave of buyers come to the market as the weather warms. And, you know, let's face it, most people that are thinking about middle of the year a move are considering having that move all over and done with so they can enjoy Christmas in their new home. Well, it doesn't appear this year that that is the trend. As a matter of fact, it seems quite the opposite. So the pool of buyers is evaporating at the same time as stock levels have cooled. Now that over winter has caused a great deal of, um, oh, oh sorry, probably great deal is the wrong way to put it. It's created a degree of balance in the marketplace. And so uh, what agents have found is though they've, they've had lower stock levels, when they've released a property to market, it's been very warmly received and often still achieving great money within the first two or three weeks of coming to market. Then the trend arose where properties were uh, being warmly received in the first week or so, and then interest was quickly dissipating come week three, week four, um, and price adjustments were uh, needing to be made in order to encourage properties to sell. Now we're finding week one, good response, week two, week three, flat. And if there isn't an adjustment in price or marketing, then we are finding that the, that we are finding ourselves in a holding pattern and vendors are very much waiting for the right buyer to emerge. And that right buyer doesn't always come to the fore. So what's the takeaway from this? If you're a buyer, then unless you need to be moving into a home before Christmas, it may be wise for you to wait until 2019. Why? Because if this is an emerging trend, then you're going to see more people come to market, less buyers coming uh, to open inspections, less competition, and I think subtle adjustments in prices are going to be made. I do believe there'll be better value for buyers in 2019 and 2020 than what we are experiencing right now. I also feel that come 2019, 2020, there'll be more choice for buyers. And so there's a big double whammy, better value, more choice. That's what every buyer is seeking. Now, home sellers, what's the takeaway? The takeaway is get your presentation right. You only have one chance at a new release. And so why sabotage yourself by not having your home perfectly presented for that first week? You really need to maximise and build a campaign that creates anticipation around your properties released to market. You need to maximise the competition that you experience on that first weekend of open inspections 
and you need to ensure that you've got not just presentation, but accessibility to the property. So those properties that are tenanted, um, those landlords considering selling a tenanted property, it's not ideal because simply we might have that good response in the first week, but then if uh, we can't get those buyers back through from that first weekend and need to wait a week or two before we can get them through because of the uh, unfortunately, the, uh, the difficulties around the Residential Tenancies Act and having to give no less than seven and no more than 14 days notification to a tenant of any prospective inspection, then opportunities will be lost. And we're not in a marketplace where vendors can afford to be losing opportunities anymore. Buyers are no longer cannon fodder, and so vendors now need to go to extra lengths to ensure their properties are perfectly presented and easily accessible. That'll be my mantra to vendors in the coming weeks and as we enter these more difficult conditions. So what's the dynamic that's driving this marketplace? Well, very simply, uh, Holden's closure a year or so ago uh, created a, uh, an opportunity for the northern suburbs to revisit what it is that uh, should lay at its heart. Would it be manufacturing? Would it be construction? Would it be services? As we shift from this uh, post-war era of manufacturing and into uh, the great unknown, well, what happened about 12 or so months ago at the closure of Holdens was that uh, the state government, hand in hand with local governments, embarked upon a construction boom. The Northern uh, Economic Plan was instigated and, uh, and as a result there was a several initiatives and the, the motorway is one of those for instance, but as you drive through the City of Playford you'll see that the City of Playford took the opportunity to plunge into some debt, indeed they've done that, but also reinvent what it is that the City of Playford is. And they've determined that Elizabeth will be the second CBD of Adelaide. They've created a sporting precinct that they hope to be world-class in the not-too-distant future. As a matter of fact, held an ATP tennis uh, uh, championship uh, just there late last year. Of course, you've got the uh, ice hockey rink, which is uh, now planned. Uh, you've got a five-star hotel that's also in the making there in the CBD. And of course, the attraction of a government department to uh, the Elizabeth City Centre will also instill in people's minds that now Elizabeth well and truly is the main destination or the regional centre for the northern suburbs. We've also seen the city of Salisbury uh, put in place their community hub project. So Parra Hills was opened just a few weeks ago. We've got the uh, community hub in the city of Salisbury, a 43 or so million dollar project being built there uh, overlooking Civic Square in the centre of Salisbury and a rezoning of Salisbury permitting for construction up to six storeys. So we have entered into somewhat of a construction boom over the last 12 months to really fill that manufacturing gap and to assist those low-skilled workers uh, to easily and readily uh, find their way into well-paid work. But ultimately, when things are built, those construction jobs leave. And how much construction over the next five to 10 years we're to see is quite unknown. And of course, when these big infrastructure projects are finished, these are once in a generation projects. And so it's very, very difficult to see in that 48 to 60 month time frame uh, how much this construction boom will continue to uh, maintain a buoyed northern suburbs economy and northern suburbs real estate 
marketplace. We're also at the end of a 10-year cycle, and uh, as many people are old enough to remember the 2008 uh, GFC, um, the, the, we did have a, a marketplace at that point in time that burnt up because of the $24,000 Kevin Rudd first home buyer grant and then quickly cooled um, and essentially all that $24,000 grant did was bring forward five years worth of buyers and so come 2013 we were still scratching around looking for first home buyers. Investors started to come back to the marketplace at that point, supported the marketplace and then of course we found that the market since has enjoyed quite good momentum up until recent months. And so now we stand on the precipice, we look into the abyss and we wonder what might be ahead and all I can say to you is with any degree of certainty is that there is nothing but uncertainty on the horizon. Uh, we've not had a bull market in the United States for instance uh, like we uh, have ever had before. This is 11 years this month of continued growth in the stock market. That's unheard of. Ordinarily, it'll have three to five years of growth. And uh, well, we, we're more than doubled that now. And we can, uh, unfortunately, uh, we are looking over the edge and not sure exactly uh, where the safe spot to land might be. So there's a great deal of uncertainty out there in the northern suburbs right now. Our marketplace has been largely driven by high migration numbers, which are starting to trail away somewhat and so if you remove the construction boom if you remove the migration boom and you look at the northern suburbs quite generally at the moment and wonder where the next big thing is coming from well i just don't know and so it's with that lens that i'm suggesting buyers have better value available to them over the next 24 to 36 months than what they do now vendors have the best opportunity they've ever had to achieve a great price now and we can already see what's happening along the eastern seaboard as the market cools in those uh, big city marketplaces of Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane. And uh, well, we've just been lingering on a little bit longer than those guys, but it is inevitable that our marketplace slow. The timing is right for that. So for home sellers thinking about selling in the next 24 to 36 months, I would say accelerate that. Sell in certain times. For home buyers, it's well worth holding back. And unless you're in a particular rush, spend that time finding the right property at the right price as availability and the market will be on your side as we go through the next year or so. I'm Dave from Real. I hope you enjoyed these insights. I'll be bringing you more as I do almost every week. I thank you again for listening and I look forward to bringing you more next time. Dave Stockbridge's Real Estate Experience Podcast is brought to you by the Influencers and Innovators Podcast, proudly supported by Matthew Norris Visual Productions. I'm Dave Stockbridge. Thanks so much for joining us once again, and we'll look forward to speaking with you next week.